Welcome to the Texas Home Improvement Super Podcast with Jim Dutton. All the best calls this week throughout the state of Texas. Brought to you by Carrier. Turn to the experts. Bob and Richardson, how can I help you? Hi, Jim. I always enjoy your show. Thank you. Uh, I have a uh, backyard. It's a wooden fence. And I'm tired of having to uh, repair it and take care of all the maintenance. What are what are some of the other choices that you have? Uh, I know there's the, is there vinyl? There actually is, and that's kind of what I was thinking as you were saying that. I was going to ask you, you know, because you're really going to be limited down to either a chain link fence, which isn't super attractive, uh, a metal fence, you know, like the uh, the black steel metal fences or uh-huh. a vinyl fence if you okay, don't go with a wooden fence. What's the difference in uh, prices? Do you it's have any be, idea? Or? It's going to be quite a bit more to go with the vinyl. Mm, okay. And right now it's even more because, you know, it's a petroleum-based product and the cost of everything with oil, well, actually all building products are going up in price. I mean, uh, concrete had a, a major jump now as well because some of the plants have uh, started running low on the cement, the Portland itself. So uh, every everything is just up when it comes to yeah. construction right now. I've, I've noticed that. <laughs> I appreciate it. You bet. You take care. Thank you. Okay, bye. And, you know, a, a properly cared for wooden fence should last you 30 years uh, easily, but you've got to keep it sealed and keep the the moisture out of it. And that's where Ready Seal comes in. It does that, you know, and it keeps the fence looking new. I've got a fence at my office that is, let's see, when did I put that fence in? That fence has got to be pushing 20 now, and uh, you can't tell. I mean, it's still, it's in it's time for me to restain and seal it again, but it's still in the wood is still in great shape. And and the key thing, if you're getting ready to put in a new fence, I, I tell you, I would look at the metal post. And when I and the, when they first started using the metal post on wooden fences, I thought, why are you doing that? You got a gorgeous wooden fence, and you're gonna muck it up with a metal post. Well, let me tell you, that metal post does a great job. Then you want to make sure to protect the wood. And I personally prefer using cedar over treated lumber. The treated lumber, uh, it it does fine, but as it does uh, weather some, it'll start to warp and twist and turn. You just don't have that issue with the cedar. And it just, to me, you, you just get a longer lifespan out of that cedar fence. So if I was looking at building a new fence again, I do it just like I did at the office. The metal post and cedar fencing, cedar rails, everything. A lot of times, you know, contractors will use a uh, treated lumber for the rails. You know, that's the part that you nail the pickets onto. uh, And then just use cedar for the pickets themselves. And I, I tell you, that cedar just holds up so good, especially when you keep it st- steeled uh, with, like, ready seal product. Uh, 
there's just no reason not to have a good-looking fence. He says, hi, I just moved into a new one-story home, 3,400 square feet, has two separate HVAC and two thermostats, one for the master bedroom and associated bathroom closet area, and the other thermostat is located in the central hallway. The master bedroom and guest room are on the same side of the house and are not physically connected. About 30 feet separate the doors to the two rooms. The thermostat for the master bedroom controls the temperature in both the master bedroom and non-connected guest room. The guest room is close to the central house thermostat. Shouldn't the guest room be connected to the main house HVAC and not the master bedroom? Well, it comes down to probably the square footage of the house is too much for one AC unit. And so they had to break the house up somehow. And the master bedroom is the basically controlling part of the AC system for the those two bedrooms. That other bedroom, whatever you're comfortable with in the master bedroom is what the other bedroom's going to get. And so... I mean, it's just got to be divided somewhere. The fact that they're not adjoining each other or something really shouldn't make any huge difference. It sounds like just the doors are, are what's not adjoining, though. So, you know, I really wouldn't worry about it. If you're comfortable with it, leave it alone. If you're not, then, yes, it can be looked at making a change and, and seeing what can be split and moved. But... The fact that you got the two units in the house already, if that guest bedroom gets moved to the main part of the house, then some other room will probably have to be moved over onto the master bedroom AC unit just to keep everything balanced out properly. Because you've got to operate enough square footage off of each system in order to keep them balanced properly. If, if you got rid, rid of that bedroom for instance, and put that onto the main house. The main house system may struggle keeping up. The one for that master bedroom becomes so oversized that you can't control the humidity in it. You know, you can definitely look at what changes can be made, but it's going to require an AC technician out there to do that. Just a reminder, it's a huge help if you subscribe to, rate, and review the podcast. It helps people find us. Let's head out to Laporte. Tommy, how are you today? Doing good, Jim. How are you? Doing wonderful. I really enjoy your program. Thank you. My question is, I'm getting ready to clean the uh, white scum from my red brick steps. Uh-huh. I found some stuff called Acid Magic, which is, uh, I guess, just an alternative to muriatic acid to clean those with, which sounds like it's a little safer. Uh but I was wondering what type of sealer I would need to seal that once I once I remove the white scum. Uh, just any masonry sealer. Uh, they make okay. them. They they and they make them where they're clear, and you can just spray it on there. It soaks in, seals it up. Uh, Thompson's water sealer is not it. Uh, it. It just doesn't hold up well enough, especially on brick, to uh, to do what you need it to do. I normally go to an industrial supply store, like HD Supply or one of those type of places, okay. and just ask for a masonry sealer. Masonry sealer. Yep. Okay, very good. I think that, that'll take care of me. I appreciate you. 
You bet. You take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Jake, yeah. how are you today? Oh, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Awesome. Um, I was calling. I don't know. I know your your show is more toward the line of home construction, but I was wanting to do a like a garden bed greenhouse for my garden beds, like especially after that freeze that came through. Uh-huh. And I like lost all my hot peppers. I lost a lot of my garden, really, but my precious hot peppers I lost. <laughs> so yeah. I, I was like, I was wanting to do that, but I don't know if you have any thoughts on building a greenhouse. Um, if that's right for Texas. I'm oh not yeah, they're used sure. all the time. Now the the thing you got to remember though with the with a greenhouse, you really only want to use it in the cool weather months um, for most plants of that nature. Beyond that, uh, you know, once the weather clears up, you can open it up or take them outside. They make a lot of them that uh, basically kind of look like an old uh, military hangar type thing, you know, where it's domed over the top, uh, barracks type style that uses PVC. It just uses a PVC pipe or a metal pipe that's bent over, and then you can drape plastic over it or tarps over it uh, in order to protect the plants during cold weather. So it's easy to set up and easy to take down. Okay. And um, during the summertime, I mean, it gets really hot. I know greenhouses aren't great for that, but... Right. um, Is there a way, like, my tomatoes die midsummer? because of the heat right you know shading like building a structure that can shade it you know if that's going to kill my tomatoes if i i don't know yeah it's still not going to keep them going in in the summer months because it's still going to get extremely hot in there uh okay you know unless you're going to try to put air conditioning in it to cool it uh, of some type uh that room will uh, will always be hotter than outside. Oh, okay. So a simple shade fix just won't do it. No, not not on a greenhouse because remember they're built to hold heat in them. So even though you shade it, yes, it'll make it cooler than if you didn't have it shaded, but it won't make it cooler than outside. Okay. Fair enough. Sounds good. That was that was just on my mind and. Okay. I really want to get some more information about it. You bet. All right, well, appreciate it. Thanks. You bet. Take care. And, uh, you know, uh, honestly, they make a lot of great little greenhouses that you can buy as kits as well that you can either use glass panels on them or fiberglass panels, different things like that. Uh, so you got a lot of options when it comes to that. We're going to Katie. Hello, Tom. Hey, Jim. Thanks for taking the call. Hey, um, we recently redid our outdoor kitchen and uh, I'm, I'm, this butts up right against the uh, back brick wall of the house. And now occasionally when I barbecue, I get the smoke detector going off uh, inside the master bedroom, which is adjacent to that wall. Okay. And I'm just trying to figure out the connection between the barbecue and the master bedroom. And this is all new stuff out there, right? It is, yeah. It's brand new. Well, I tell you, I think you need to get get rid of all of it. I'll bring my truck over and trailer, and I'll load it up and put it in my backyard for my outdoor kitchen, and then you won't have to worry about it. 
what a great idea. Yeah. Look, more than likely what's <laughs> happening is you're getting some air infiltration. Remember, uh, the brick and sheetrock and all that stuff isn't um, – it doesn't keep all the fumes and, and everything out. Yeah. It helps, mm. but it doesn't keep everything. But uh, look up there and see, is there a uh, soffit fence up there as well? Um, there's it's pretty much sits right under the eaves, right? And so it's got the yeah. perforated holes yep. under there, yeah. And see all all of that's allowing it to to get in and um it's since it's a brick wall, there's a dead air space between the brick and the stud wall. And mm-hmm. the that little board, the freeze board that overhangs the brick, I'll bet you the air is going up into that cavity and that gives it enough to get into the master bedroom where it, it sets off that alarm. Your your simplest fix, the first thing I would try would be to caulk that uh, freeze board that's hanging down. Mm-hmm. But more than likely, your detector is near that wall, isn't it, inside the room? Uh, no, it's actually, you know, it's probably 12 feet from the, from that wall. Mm, okay. So, yeah, I know. Okay. And, um, all right. So some caulking there, maybe, um, you don't want to sort of seal up the eaves over there. No, not um, the eaves itself. I mean, only- just, just the, the only reason I'm doing the, the, uh, freeze board is that's to minimize the the amount of the smoke that goes between the brick and the stud wall. Okay. All right. All right. So caulk. Do you the do you, do you actually right. do you smell it in the in the room? Um. No. Not really. I, I'm really, not I'm, really. I'm surprised that it's it's setting that alarm off. Then it's it's only doing the one in the master bedroom, right? That's right. Yep. Hmm. And uh, wouldn't do me any good to seal the brick out there, would it? It wouldn't hurt anything, but honestly, I don't think it's going to do any good. And I'm really, if you're not seeing any of the smoke and and getting a lot of the odor and stuff inside, I'm really questioning uh-huh. if the if there's an issue with the smoke alarm itself. Yeah. Hmm. Or the quality of my barbecuing, maybe. <laughs> I wasn't going to go down that road. I already, I already offered to take all the stuff off your hands, but, you know. Uh, here, okay. Uh, uh, do you have other smoke alarms that are sim- the same in the house? Uh, yes, we do. S- swap two of them out. Okay. Let's make sure it's not just a defective smoke alarm before we do anything else. Mm, okay. All right. Good idea. Can I throw one other question at you? Absolutely. So um, that same master bedroom, I noticed that the air conditioning vents were looking kind of dirty, and so I pulled those off, and they were actually moldy. Um, And then I got to looking, and one in the master bathroom as well, also moldy. These these are all ceiling-mounted. And... um, um, so, and that room feels a little bit um, uh, humid uh, yeah. in there. We keep it closed off to keep pets out of there. Um, I keep my thermostat at about 77, 
And based on what I heard you say earlier, I might just need to kick that down a little bit to make sure the air is circulating. Yeah. Yeah, kick it down just a little bit. But also, how old a structure? Uh, about 17 years. Okay, so it's not all foam sealed then, correct? Foam insulation, spray uh, foam? No, uh -uh, no. Okay. Uh -uh. So the house is breathable, so that shouldn't be an issue. Yeah, uh, well, you're going to end up having that. You you've got a true case where the ductwork does need to be cleaned, uh, right. and then yes, I would say your AC system needs to be checked out because it sounds like it's running too much moisture through it, which can happen if the air is not moving properly over the coils, which a simple mm -hmm. dirty coil can cause that. So let's right. have the system checked out. Uh, make sure we got enough air going, and if all of that is working properly, yeah, it's just, it's as simple to run it just a little bit more. Okay. All right. Terrific, Jim. Thanks very much. You bet. Take care. And i got to hold off jumping in another call because we're going to take a quick break, but, you know, the air conditioning system, uh, you know, a lot of times they'll tell you it won't take it down more than 15 degrees below outside air and all this kind of stuff. And if the system's not put in properly, that can be a case. But the humidity level, that ought to be able to be controlled with no problem, regardless of how far down the system will take the temperature. So that's where you got to really check and make sure the air is flowing across those coils properly to take that moisture out. We'll be back with more Texas Home Improvement. Nat, this is Jim. How are you today? Oh, this fine. Well, how can I help you? I have a carrier air conditioner that I had serviced last week, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, just a regular routine. When they left about three or four days later, the thermostat came on and said that it needed to be serviced. So I called, well, first of all, I called them back, but then I kept hearing this strange noise. It's a 16 sear air conditioner. But what was going on, the fan outside wasn't running. Okay. You just keep making all this hissing sound. I'm trying to find, where is this noise coming from? So he came out, and about a couple hours later, he said that my wires had melted together. I never had no trouble out of it. I mean, when I had my other air conditioner, never had any trouble out of it. Then he said it's going to cost around $600 just to run the wires. And how old a system have is it? Pardon? How old a system is it? Three years old. Now, the first thing I would do is tell them, check and see if it can't be run through under warranty. Um, because what caused those wires to melt? I mean, something had to be shorting out and causing the issue. And just replacing uh -huh. the wires isn't going to fix that. Right. And so, he's, yeah, so he said it's going to send the electricity to that. I mean, I can, I don't know if I should mention the name of the company. Go ahead. But every year it's something, uh Go ahead. I said, every year there's something wrong. He said, that, then I might have to have a capac capacitor or something. Yeah. So, you know, I said, after three years, and this thing cost me this much money? Yeah, you should not need to be replacing capacitors after three years. I mean, uh, the capacitors do wear, and you can run a, a check on a capacitor as far as uh, how the power is going through it. To tell you right. if it's getting wear and you know when it's getting close to time to replace it and stuff like that. Three years? No, it should it should last well beyond that. Yeah. So well, I just call them tomorrow 
and seeing they run it, run it through my warranty because you know I I just kind of think like they're just trying to make some extra money. Well, <laughs> the unfortunate strange. thing is. A lot of companies do that on stuff like capacitors and that. You know, uh, they'll say, "Well, uh, this capacitor is it's it's down." Well, yeah, it might be down ten percent from what it's uh, rated at, but the thing's going to run until it's probably fifty percent of what it's rated at. Yeah, I, I mean that's fictional, but uh, you you are correct when they right. when companies come out and do service calls at these huge reduced prices. They've got to find something wrong in order to be break even, right. and that that's really where people get stung. Yeah, I, I think that's what they're trying to do. And uh, then they say, "Well, I've never seen a thermostat like this before." I well, said, Man, <laughs> the you know the thermostats, uh, a lot of the newer electronic ones actually have right. a much like your car does with the oil right. life left. It, it keeps track right. of it and has to be reset when the unit is serviced. Right. And if they don't reset it, then it starts telling you, hey, it's got to be serviced. Right. But, you know, I've never had no problem out of it until he got here, yeah. when he left. So well, I don't, don't know what he done, be, but he was out there about two hours. Don't be afraid to request somebody else from the company to come look at it. Yeah, because he told me that if I have someone to come and look at it, I'm going to lose my warranty. Well, I'm saying you can have somebody else from the same company look at it. Oh, okay, yeah, because this was the second guy, so I don't know. I'm, yeah, I and, ju- and just FYI, no. any You can have any licensed air conditioning technician come look at it without losing the warranty. The warranties are through okay. the manufacturer, not, not through right. the uh, company who did the install. Now, some installation right. companies do add time on the warranties and things like that, but... Um, if you got one who's scamming you, don't be afraid to get somebody else. But I, the yeah, first thing okay, I would do great. would be to request a different technician from the same company. Yeah, I think I'd do, do that tomorrow. Anyway, for so that comparison, all that stuff's gonna cost me twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, be out of your mind. Yeah. That, well, first, I wouldn't worry about the capacitor at this point. Yeah. Uh, but beyond that, I would I wouldn't. I, I would request somebody else from the same company to look at it and and okay. give me an explanation of why the wires shorted and melted together. That's not a normal right, thing. Right, because he, he didn't even go up in the attic. That's what got me puzzled. Yeah. Yeah, so. Okay. I, all right. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you it. You bet. Good luck with that. All right. You have a great day. Uh-huh. You too. Thank you. Let's head to Garland, Texas. Hello, Gary. Yes, sir. Mr. J. How can I help you? Yeah, my air conditioner company is trying to sell me some type of ultraviolet light system that's supposed to get rid of or yeah, get rid of dirt, dust, viruses and smells. Well, it uh, kills bacteria and and stuff like that. It won't it really won't the ultraviolet itself will not get rid of dirt and dust and and that the filtration system will, but the ultraviolet lights are for killing germs and bacteria and stuff. Okay, well, then I can just save my money, right? You know, how old are you? Uh, 72. You know, at, at 72, it's it's a good thing for keeping germs away from you and things like that. But if you're not having any health issues or anything, no, I wouldn't worry about it. Okay, then you just saved me some money. I appreciate it. <laughs> All righty, you take care, Gary. Belinda in Dallas, how can I help you? Hello. Hi. I have 
I have a question for you. I have a, a rental uh, property that it was built in 1971, and I haven't done any uh, uh, really major uh, work to it. I mean, I've, I've replaced the AC and the roof and things like that. But as far as plumbing and uh, maybe insulation, I was just wondering, do uh, would, would I need to get an inspection done on the house maybe to find out the things that I can't see? Uh, honestly, you said it's a rent house, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah um, honestly, do the stuff that keeps the house looking nice. Now, yeah. if, as far as the insulation, you can look up in the attic and see how the insulation is. Uh, at the very worst, you would add some in on top of what's there. But okay. in general, unless the pipes start leaking or something like that, you don't need to do anything. Uh, a house built in 71, mm -hmm. the water lines uh, are typically going to be copper. And so unless you start having problems with them, don't worry about it. Your drain okay. pipes, your sewer pipes in 71 could have been either cast iron or PVC. And if they were cast iron, yeah, you're eventually going to have to replace them. But uh, not okay. something I'd get in a rush to do until you start having some issues. Okay, okay. And, and actually, I actually grew up in the house. So okay. I, I know that those, those things hadn't been done. So Yeah. Uh, but okay. Okay. You know, that, and and that, just just FYI, I mean, the the copper pipes, they're yeah, they're they're fifty years old now, uh, mm -hmm. but there's nothing to say that they won't last another twenty years. Okay. Uh, and if it's got PVC plumbing under it already, same mm -hmm. thing. Uh, not something I'd worry about at all. Perfect. All right, you take care, okay, Belinda. Okay, that's what I need. All right, thank you. Bye bye. You know, we we can spend a lot of money on houses trying to fix up and, and uh, make it more energy efficient and stuff like that. But what you have to look at is your return on investment. And I'm going to use that rent house as an example. The reason rent houses typically you don't go in and do that kind of stuff, you're not getting any return on that investment at all. Because the renter is the one who's paying the electric bill usually. Now, if you're paying the electric bill, hey, yeah, you can you want to do stuff that is going to start making it where you save some money on your electric bill. But keep in mind, it that's a long-term savings. Uh, when you add insulation to the attic, let's just say it costs, I'm just going to throw a round number, $2,000. And uh, you're renting the house out. You might save the tenant, uh, you know, 50 bucks a month. Are they going to appreciate it? Probably not. Will it make a difference on somebody renting the place? Probably not. And when you go to sell it, same thing. It's not going to affect, especially right now, it won't affect your selling price. So save your money on stuff like that. Now, the difference is if you're living in the place... You're wanting to lower your energy cost. And it's not always that you're necessarily going to save enough to offset that cost immediately. But if you plan on being in the house for 10, 15 
plus years, you've got time to do those things. But uh, uh, that insulation in the attic, maybe your thermostat is being set at 73, 74 right now, and the, the system is struggling to keep up with that. You add the insulation, now it's staying at 72, 73, and the system's not stressing trying to keep up. So there are some other advantages beyond just the dollars that you will save. And that's what you have to look at. How much insulation is in there and where is it headed? You've just heard the best calls and questions from Texas Home Improvement. For more information about our show, go to THIPro.com.